the city of Corvosa, largest in all of Verigia, oldest of the Chelish colonies, and about to be gripped by the jaws of misfortune, evil, and death. Turmoil stirs upon the crimson throne that rules over the city, and anarchy and crime threads a burst forth in a flood upon its streets. Four souls that have been brought together by the ghost of revenge may be the city's only hope. RPG MP3 presents Paizo's Curse of the Crimson Throne. And we're on? Hello. Yay. Okay. Hello. So we're going to try part session two of Curse of the Crimson Throne. So, last time, you were all various people in the city of Corvosa who happened to have good reasons for really hating a guy called Gadrin Lamb. Yeah. And then you all received a mysterious Harrow card somewhere in a rather um, intimate or hard-to-get-to place. That was in an invitation. You all followed the invitation with various amounts of paranoia and met up with each other and this fellow called Brunsk. Um, and the person who invited you, who was a Harrow card reader, a Varagian fortune teller, named Zalara. Uh, I am totally not pausing to check a text message right now. Nope, totally not doing that. Heather, can you move your icon? I hid behind it. And now I can grab <laughs> myself again. Uh, you guys should all be able to move each other's icons. Should you not? Uh, like, yeah. Okay. So, uh, where was it? Yes, you were invited there, and she read you a Harrow card reading and said that she knew where Gadrin Lamb was, gave you the address with um, the hopes that you would bring justice to him because her own son had been killed by Gadrin Lamb. And so she gave you a reading which gave you mystical um, hints about the future. And then you guys met up the next day at a, a um, tavern called the Drunken Dragon uh, to try and figure out what you are going to do. So, the address you were given is basically, um, it's along one of the piers in Corvosa. So it's basically by the waterfront. So, what did you plan on doing? Well, I think... Well, from what I understand, peers have one uh, state of entry. So, am, am I using the wrong term? It's it's just like it's it's on the city, but it's on the waterfront where ships and stuff come by and stuff. I guess there would be at least three points of entry. Yes. And it's entirely possible that you guys could actually investigate the address and see firsthand what the situation is. So a stakeout? Well, or at least a scouting mission. Hmm. Brunsk just kind of sharpens his weapons during this. Okay. Yes, he wants so, to strike Gadrin. 
we're going to need to clarify a little bit for my drug sister. She just lost what was going on. The entrance is at, like, a pier. That the dot sort of thing. The, the building is located on a pier. It's, it's technically on the land, you would assume. Okay. So it's probably with one end facing the water and the other hand, like, onto the main street. Okay. Again, if you wish, you can head down there and take a brief look and such as That's what I was thinking. Let's go scout out the place. Go take a look. All right. All right, so you make your way to West Pier 17. Oh, yes, she said it was an old fishery where he was located. Aha. Uh-huh. And I get to move the maps. Wee. And, and, and of course, remember to adjust your zoom if needed to make it more convenient. These freaking boxes here in the corner are annoying me. Uh, boxes in what corner? The the face boxes that say our names. Oh, uh, go to your gears. Uh, Gear? uh the sorry, top right hand the setting the gear the settings tab. Okay. And scroll down until you can see player avatar size, and select names only. There were two gears up here. Uh, the the gear, the bottom gear, the one for the Rule 20 app. Here we go. And that should clear them Maybe. up a bit. Oh, thank God. I don't know, if you know how happy I am for this, but I'm very, very happy. Yes, yes. Any questions, just ask it. Alright, so I've kind of... You guys are walking along the street, and this seems to be West Pier 17, this building. Is it supposed to be black on the inside? It is, because you can't see the inside. But I want to see the inside, that's not fair. You can kind of scroll around, and it kind of gives you a general idea of what you can see. Yeah. Uh, As far as what the front is... uh, So basically, the big white kind of rectangles you can see along the side of the building are doors... Um, and the not-so-big ones are windows that are boarded up for the most part. Okay. Uh, there is indeed, you can kind of see along the side, there is another opening on the left side of the building there. It doesn't appear to have doors as far as you can see. The front door itself, the reek of brine and stink of weak dead fish hang thickly in the air here. Yes, those doors. Okay. Ah, the smell of home. The old double doors in the side of this weathered building are tightly closed, with a drooping signpost hanging above. The sign at once displayed is long gone, leaving behind only a single short length of rusted chain. Yeah, don't you have a familiar, Jen? I do have a familiar. Maybe we could send said familiar out to scout a little bit? Is that possible? Um, it's possible, but it's a little dinosaur. People, If people see it, they're going to know who it belongs to. I suppose that is a little un- inconspicuous, huh? Just yeah. a little. Excuse you? My dinosaur. 
let's see. And uh, rangers have uh, stealth bonuses, don't they? Um, I don't think inherently, but I believe our ranger is somewhat trained in stealth. Yes. I am. Quirds. And the windows are They are pretty much boarded up. The, the building looks like it has not been taken care of for possibly several years. Um, it, it, if you did not think that there were people inside it, you would just consider it some sort of abandoned building. Okay, so is this another door here? That is indeed another door. Is there anything in front of it? Like a sign? Nope. Uh, and there's there's no way to look inside windows, right? Most All of those are boarded, boarded up. up. Yeah. Are they boarded from the inside or the outside? Um, generally from the inside. Okay. So there's mm -hmm. no crying. Not in particular, no. I mean, I suppose nothing stops you from trying to smash them from the outside, but that would certainly be a conspicuous action, right? Which would defeat the stealth aspect of it. And it's like this on all sides of the building, too, right? Uh, as near as you can tell. Um, you, you can't quite see to the end of the sort of side alley dock thing. It does seem to go on further, but it curves around the building, essentially. Hmm. So, uh, let's see, I can reveal a little, a little bit more on the top of the map just to kind of show you. But it kind of um, goes around a corner there. Is there anything on the roof? Um, not in particular. Not that we sure people can see. Well, is there any way to climb up to the roof there? Um, there's no particular way to climb up to the roof. It's, well, it has a tallish sort of roof. It doesn't strike you as, say, a two-story building. Okay. And being as it is, you are somewhat doubtful how stable the roof would be. Now, what's this over here? Uh, that appears to be a sort of um, side opening. If you want, you can kind of walk around there and take a look. I think I'm going to head over there. All right, so move Me yourself. Me too. Uh, all right, I'm still on this. Good movie. I'm going to say that. I'm still contemplating. Uh, let me reveal a bit more. Oh, so it's open. Oh, that looks stable. So, That's inside. a 15-foot-wide loading dock abuts the side of the building here. A few carts sit nearby, partially loaded with large, tar-caked barrels marked with a fish-shaped splotch of red paint on the side. Double doors to the immediate south of the loading dock's ramp. I don't like how they're using south and stuff, yeah. South, south is one side, by the way. You can see the double doors. Uh, they provide access to the building's interior, while a rickety flight of stairs descends nearly to the river surface to the east, where a second door provides a secondary entrance. And you can see that one, too. So that's what this is? Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Those, those stairs go down to basically almost the river's bottom. Can I do a listen check? Uh, what particular door are you trying to listen to? I'm not trying to listen. I'm trying to see if there's anybody around in this area. Okay. Um, sure. You can roll me a perception check. Okay. Try to remember how to... Yep. Yeah, uh, it's fine. One. 
Right? I hear nothing. Do you have no bonus to your perception skill? <laughs> no. No. Okay. You are, <laughs> you are fairly certain that you're the only people here. You don't know what that fortune teller is on. This place must be abandoned. I'm going to roll my perce- perception. <coughs> my perception check, too. Okay. Or Jeffrey's going to write it for me. How's that? It's going to be my perception. You can probably do math better than you can at this point. <laughs> plus five on that. I love you, Andrea. I love you. Oh, someone has to, because right now I just love everybody. Woohoo, 23. All right, Quirz. Quirz um, obviously tells me I'm full of shit. Quirz, uh, there is no one in particular outside. I mean, you can kind of hear that there's a vendor down the road who's uh, basically has a food cart selling something called Dock Dumplings. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, there's not particularly anyone on this outside dock. However, you can definitely hear a bit of movement and work being done inside, but nothing too distinct. Um, a, b- a bit of sound of water and stuff, and there, or some sort of liquid motion as well. Hmm. I then tell all that to my friends. <laughs> I th- there is something going on inside. Not sure how many people there are. It, it sounds somewhat industrious. Mm-hmm. That's a funny word. Industrious. Cass votes to volunteer to go down the stairs. Maybe she can get under. Can Cass win? There. You're, you're trying to get where? The, um... Yeah. The, the the descending stairs yes would be the destination goal forecast and see if she can get in that way there there is a door there but you mean just walking well, around I know. To open the door so Heather you want to get over here yes all right so move move yourself make me a stealth check. Right. Hope you can swim, Cat. So I, ma- I imagine at this point, generally most of the party is within the loading dock area. Yes. As you've been listening around and stuff. So. Let's see. I moved you. Thanks. Uh, which die do I need to roll? The a, a D20. D20. Most of the time, when I'm asking for a check, it's going to be a D20 roll. Right. I knew that. Um... Did you roll two? Assuming it. No. What you need to do if you're adding, if you're trying to add something, you say slash roll one d twenty plus whatever you're trying to add. So, your first one was was a nine. So, what's your stealth modifier? What is your stealth? 
but hang on. Okay. We, Again, my computer's being tarted. It's being tarted. It's big day today! We did kind of toss you in as soon as you signed on into playing, so you might not have had your sheet. <laughs> no, I kept panicked, to be honest. I'm pulling it up now. Alright. And it's lit. Okay, there it is. Uh, stealth. Stealth. This is fascinating. Fascinating stuff. To be recorded. Me being a dirt-to-dirt. Don't worry about it. People will love you for it. Brunes could just sort of bristling with either eagerness or Oh, God, this girl is so boring. Okay. Uh, stealth. My stealth bonus is six. All right. So that first one, that nine, would be a 15. So you make your way down. It's generally quiet, but there's occasional creak of the wooden stuff. Um, however, there's no apparent alarm as you work your way down to the door. Thank goodness. So you are now at the door. Cool. What are you going to do at the door? Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess the door isn't padlocked. Um, it's is not, it? It's not padlocked, no, but there is a lock worked into the doorknob. I suppose I could try to pick the lock. You could. Let's see, where is that? If my page would stop freezing on me. <laughs> or maybe I should get my iPods. Excuse me. Okay. So the rest of the party waits with bated breath as Kaz is examining the door. I'm going to examine these other two doors. Okay. <clears throat> um, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that the people are talking from inside there. Um, gonna... Well, you can make me another perception check for he's going to try and listen through the door. Okay. As we allow Heather to put her sheet onto her tablet. Okay. Um, okay, so listening against that door... Um, you don't hear too much conversation. Uh, it appears to just be general sounds of movement. Uh, and, and some kind of thick, liquidy sound. As Is though there... someone's like almost stirring. Like the closest thing that kind of sounds to it is like someone stirring some kind of, um, liquidy stew or something. Some sloshy sort of sound with bits in it. I hear the sound of machines? Not really machines, no. No machines. M- machines would be out of place in, a, in something like this. They're quite Are expensive. Are they stirring the drug by hand? Huh? Are they stirring this drug by hand? 
well, maybe not hand, but possibly some sort of tools. You, you don't really know. It just kind of sounds some sort of sloppy sound. I just have this really funny image of this old lady. Shut up! It's not ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Success! I have it on my pad. Excellent. So I can be tech savvy. I can be tech savvy. Well, well, some somewhat technicalities, whatever. So we're uh, Sylvia. So smart right now. Close to those doors. All right. So Kaz. So what was Kaz doing? Are you trying to pick the lock? Yes. <clears throat> so I need a. That is a disabled device check. Disabled device. Oh, I have a skill mod of plus six, ability mod of four, so I would need a d20 for that, right? Yes. And you add your total bonus. My total bonus, which is... Hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess that's six. Unless I'm reading it wrong. Yes, it is six. That's but that's because your chain shirt that you're wearing restricts you from some delicate movements right now. Right. If you want to be really at your full extent of your abilities, you have to take your armor off. Yeah. I've got the well, I only have a chain shirt so far, so that's not much armor. It's still a bit heavier on the arms and stuff. Oh, true. It's only, it's only the minus two compared to something like full plate, which is like a minus nine or something. So did I did I do that right? Did I do the roll right? You what? You seem to be rolling twice. Do you mean to do that? No. How odd. Well, well. So the first one, however, is all you need. So it takes you a little while, but you um, you open up the lock. Heh. <laughs> Woo. So nothing would stop me from entering the room. No, you don't think so, unless there's something on the other side. I think a perception check, just to be safe. Fair enough. That's still in the skills, right? Perception yes, is a skill. Aha. Uh -huh. Bonus of plus four. While she's doing all that, my chorus is walking up behind her. Okay. I'll move it. Uh, do you want to make me a stealth check for Quirrus? Yes. Okay, is, that, is that an eight? No, it's... sorry, that, that was eight for Kaz. Oh, that's not very good, is it? Um, You can hear people inside, but not much more. 
plus stone. I have the ears of a fox. I think I'm stealthy. Quirz is silent as a fox. <laughs> and then while I'm there, I'll do a perception okay. check too. Alright, but understand, if you're going to be sharing down here, that might require, that might kind of give away your position. What? Uh, you can roll a stealth check, but I'm saying if you're going to be vocalizing what you hear, then you're now a person talking on the other side of the store. Well, no, I'm not going to be talking what I hear. I just did that in the first place because they're my companions. I know, I know, just letting you know. So what do we got for perception then? 20... Plus, this guy's insane. You heard less than she did. No, slightly more, but still pretty much the same. There, there are, are, are people beyond, but you know, it's like just between the, the the slapping of the waves against so close to the water, it's just difficult to hear much detail. What's Brute's gonna do? I make a scally face. He's not sure what to do. He'll, he'll probably move his way over, but basically has an axe in each hand at this point. Uh, but it is, it's more or less he's kind of waiting for there to be a clear fight to charge on in. Can I can I do a like a a, a thingy check, but specifically for traps? Uh, yes. A perception. A perception check specifically for traps. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, as a note, um, just uh, if you have are in the dice rolling field and you just press up, it will cycle through your previous commands that you've em- entered in. <gasps> wow! So if you've made, if you're we making, we can tell it to her while she's drugged. <laughs> wow! So if you know that you've recently made something like she a perception amazing. check, it's very easy okay. for you to find the modifier. Okay. It's true. But it's just a regular perception check, I believe. It's just... And then... Ah, the hell! You are fairly certain this door is not trapped. Could you look at my other spell? Uh... Maybe, maybe it's oh. your drugness that's affecting Actually, your Actually, uh, that was one thing I was going to ask. Um, before we got into this, but I forgot... Jen. Thank you, GM. Jen. Yep. uh, Would there be any spells that you would prepare differently on a day such as this? Well, if Andrea would go down and look at my actual spell. Oh my god, look, they're there! Okay. Um, She wants to do the ear piercing scream. Shut right up. Uh, How many do I get? I get three, right? Uh, you get two level one spells, and then your three level zero spells, but those are not quite as important. <clears throat> well, I've got detect magic on level zero, so... Yes. I, I'm more wondering if, while doing an assault on a potential den of criminals, you want Identify and Whispering Lore as your spells, or something else. That's what I was... I think I'm going to change one of them to, like, a... Oh, I don't know. Well, I do want to keep identified just so I can 
say, yeah, that's definitely the guy that we want to yank. Uh, that identify doesn't work that way. Oh. Identify is purely for figuring out what magic items do. Okay. And you can also do that to a certain degree with detect magic, but it's a bit more tricky. Identify is a bit easier to figure out what things do. Okay. So what would you like to decide then? I think I may just go with the, like, detect secret doors. All right. Not that it's going to help me much right now, but... Well, I mean, it's you're, you're trying to pick spells that you think will help you. I, I, ideally, I ask you this at the beginning of a day, but I kind of forgot. Um... And what does Whispering Lore do? Whispering Lore gives you a bonus to knowledge checks in the area. Okay. So I guess I, I will just go for Ear Piercing Screen just to have, you know, so, that dazes the people, right? Hmm? That, that, that can thing? harm, and I think dazes people, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll, keep, I'll have those two. So Detect Secret Doors and Ear Piercing Screen? Yeah. Sounds good. And of course, remember your hexes. Yes. All right. So now that's out of the way. Okay. So who's doing what then? We've had uh, Quirs okay, and Kaz both. We, we've had both Quirs and, and Kaz being perceptive on this door. But aside from knowing that there's people on the other side of it, um, they haven't been able to figure out much else. Brooms is kind of standing ready to be pointed in direction. And Sylvia is waiting at the top door for now. Yeah. And once again, there are no windows to look into. No, not as such. Hmm. I'm seconds away from just telling, yelling across, Hey, what are we going to do now? Just to get something done. Uh, you know what? I'm going to stealthily walk through that door. Oh, dear Lord. Okay, understand, even if you roll high on stealth, you are opening a door in potentially plain sight. I'm going to get my punching knife ready just in case. Hold on, wait, wait. I'm drug heavily thinking. Okay. I want to climb up the roof. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Uh. No. What if that our player is drugged, by the way? No. <laughs> no. But, no. Um, <laughs> we're going to land the roof. No. I could look into no. a hole. No. Okay. Never mind. I'm open the van door. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm, she could. I'm just, I'm just letting you understand that there are some things you just cannot really do stealthily. Right, right, right. And hey, you're you're furthest from the fuck. If, fuck, I'm if, an archer. I can't. If you door. wanted, it might be possible to stealthily open it up a crack to take a peek inside and then close it again. That is what I do. All right, make me a stealth check. Be good to me. <laughs> yes, pray, pray. Oh my God, pray. Hold on now. That was perception. She did perception. Sorry, sorry. Did perception, not stealth. Okay. But, but she she rolled the six, 
So her actual stealth modifier is a 7. So that's a total of 13. Oh! You can't! That's rude! It's it's a dice roll. It doesn't matter if you added the wrong amount. You still roll the die. It's better than dying the roll. Okay. And I got a 13 too, so they tie. I think it goes to the perception though. So... I'm sorry, I'm being too loud. What? You're being too loud. Am I? I didn't hear you being too loud. Okay. Were the goats complaining? No. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> well, the goats complained, we'll be concerned about it. I'm being too loud in my own head. Hi, Mom! <laughs> she called the intercom. She doesn't hear you. She's my own head. Heather says hi. Is she back now? Well, she's not back here. We're, 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 we're on the we're video call? I forgot. I'm going to ask you for spaghetti. I'll do it. I love this. Okay. Okay, I love you. Love you. Yeah. So, uh, the door is opened up, perhaps a bit more than Quirz wants, and Kaz and Kurt, Quirz... Uh, I, what the hell, Quirz? <laughs> what? Are those babies? They are not. Those are kids. Well, yes, you guys know this. Lambs, little lambs. Oh, maybe. Well, I knew that, but still. So, uh, for this room, if I'm reading off the right room, yes. The floor here is slick with seawater, bits of seaweed, and fish blood. The air is thick with the accompanying scent. Wooden catwalks to the north and south allow access to the western part of the fishery. Well, the floor here is only five feet above the river below. An open bay to the south allows, and this is um, this area, an open bay to the south allows direct access to the sloppy, muddy water, while to the northwest stands an immense, ten-foot-tall wooden vat, its sides caked and waterproofed with tar. Inside is a foul-looking mixture of chum, seawater, and who knows what else. To the east are stacked many barrels and crates, each marked in paint with a fish. Nearly two dozen small hammocks hang from under the catwalks, each with its own ratty blanket and pillow. You can see, Quirz and Kaz can see that there are five uh, little lambs here. Two of them are up on kind of these walkways, which are elevated. You can see the stairs there. And they're basically churning the vats with long poles, while the other ones are more or less kind of shoveling it into these buckets. Or, no, buckets, barrels. Um, this this fellow in the middle here is a half-orc. He has his right eye, and that whole right side of his face, he's missing his right eye, and it's just covered with these pucker scars. He um, is basically almost constantly giggling, as he occasionally basically just kicks these orphans as they're going about their work. And then he notices the sound of a creaky, unoiled hinges of the door opening up. And he turns towards them and says, <laughs> Ooh, looks like we have some visitors to play with. Come on, kids, let's have some fun. I'm going to have some dates. I am so throwing a at that guy. Okay. Can I just close the door? Um, you can, but first we're going to do something called an initi- that kind of initiative. That purpose. As now, it's about reflexes and who gets to act. I need to leave and check the door. 
Okay, I'll let you. So, do we all roll d20s? Yes, you all roll an initiative check. Uh, you should see near the top of the sheet there's an initiative modifier. Which sheet? Your character sheet. Here, you're doing it first. I have it here, they have it in yours. Oh. Well, it's initiative. It's four. Oh, there it is. No, wait, that's intelligence. Uh, it's near the top. It should be okay. around your, uh... Look at the hero points and go right. The I-N-I-T in it. That would yes. be it. Yes, I-N-I-T. Oh, oh there it is. Okay. <clears throat> I hope having those different names helps. Yes, that does help. So, do you guys see the turn order thingy here? I do. So you need to add your initiative modifier. Uh, so initialize plus six. Whose whose volume is too high? I can hear myself echoing. Maybe it's mine. Test. Is it mine? Test. Ah, it's the twins actually. Well, if we turn down the volume, I can't hear you. Oh, oh dear. I don't know, it's just sometimes it's coming through. Anyway, it's not too bad. Well, we are in a wooden building. I mean, echoing does happen in, in wooden buildings, so... Uh-huh. Uh, so Bruins has initiative plus three. I do have throwing daggers, don't I? Mr. Eagles gets a 22. And... Eagles going down. <laughs> now what about all of those freaking children? I can avoid them. But if they're attacking you... No, Frodo. <clears throat> They're uh, going to four. No, Frodo, don't leave me. All right, so first is Giggles. Actually, can I open this other door? Um, You're not entirely aware of what's happening, and it's not your initiative yet. Okay. So I'm afraid not. So I was asking before. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, so let's see, where are we here now? So, uh, Giggles kind of turns around. He's waving around this wicked-looking flail, swing it very near to the kids, and he's like, "Well, go on, go get and greet our visitors." <laughs> and and they all look very, very scared. Like all, all of them are very beaten, broken-spirited type kids here. Uh, what does intimidate? And they all kind of begin. Uh, pulling out a small knife and slowly looking towards the open door in kind of slight fear, but not as much fear as towards this half-orc who's lording over them. 
Kaz. Well, let's see. How far can I move in before... What What's my movement limitation? Your movement is 28, <clears throat> so as a move action, you can move up to four squares, essentially. Each square represents five feet. So I'll move here. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. Do all those kids look cross-eyed? <laughs> they're just small little things. They're probably it's because they're reduced in size and stuff. Baby. Okay. Am I close to... enough to use my punching dagger, or yes. if if you're adjacent to a target, you are close enough. Okay. I will use my punching dagger. I'll need a D4. Roll four. Uh, nope. First you do the attack roll. You roll a D20. Oh, attack roll. And you add your attack bonus. Which is... Um... Crap, where do I find that? It's, it's in your weapons. There's the weapon Hello. name, then the attack bonus, then the damage. Hello. Hello? 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 I need it. No, no you're, you're not rolling a d4, Heather. You're going to type slash r space 1d20 plus... Your attack bonus with your punching dagger, I I believe you've had. Right. It's okay. Don't feel stressed. You guys are learning. (laughs) Okay, slash R space 1D20 plus and then add the bonus for your punching dagger, which is a plus four. Oh dear! <laughs> Shit! Wow! It's you don't know what it is. Maybe just having chills, finally being this close to Gadrian Lamb and his thugs, and remembering the abuse put on you and so many years ago. But you just miss completely. Sylvia. Oh, I should do that. I should do that. Oh, that hurt. (laughs) So it's now Sylvia's turn? Yep. Okay. um... So you've seen, uh, there's this kind of giggling sound of someone's noticed them. Kaz has rushed into the room. Okay. Well, then in that case, since I've seen her after, I'm going to open up my door. All right. So that's a move action, so you'll still have a standard action after this. I want okay. you to make me a perception check. And what's your perception? The hell? Okay. So, give me a second here. Uh, oh my god, they're two different 
All right. So this room. You must be an older one. Sorry. Uh, where am I here? What, what room is this? So, the stink in this room is a mixture of fish and sweat, and it's enough to make your eyes water. To the east, a large wooden trough, trough, I should say. Yes. This. Uh, this. Holds a hideous mound of half-rancid fish, seaweed, and brine. Filthy seawater and fish blood stain the floor around this trough. A pair of wooden chutes leads from this trough through the holes in the northern wall into a larger room to the east. To the west, a desk and chair sit in one corner while a tall cabinet sits in the others. Um, and you can see that most of the orphans in here basically have these long poles or pitchforks even and are kind of just constantly shoveling this mess into the holes and in, into the area below. Um, they all kind of look wide-eyed a little bit. Uh, so you still have a standard action left, which is something like an attack or a spell or something. Um, I really... Ooh! No, I don't have that one. I've got not. I can... I got nothing. So you, you, you don't yeah, want to do it? Yeah, it's of all these people. You don't yeah. Want, like, you can even talk to them and try a diplomacy check to talk to the children, too, or something, if you want. Okay. But I guess I can try what, that one. It all depends what you're asking them to do, essentially. Hey, guys, want some ice cream? <clears throat> Shut up. I don't have ice cream. Uh, I guess, even in the same room, Gord. I guess we can, I could ask them to leave. All right. So, so what are you saying to them then? Huh? So, 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 what are your exact words to them then? Hey guys, um, so, hey, it's gonna get dangerous here re real soon. I need you guys to leave. Okay. Roll me a diplomacy check then. Yeah. What you have a plus twenty or plus two? I was gonna say a plus twenty. That's a bit extreme. Sorry, <laughs> I rock. Okay. Sorry. All right. You, you talk to them. Your words are somewhat convincing. But then they all look towards um, the one kind of in the middle there. They look towards this one, and there's a look of fear in their eyes. Uh, so this one. And you can understand the fear as all of a sudden he looks up. He's pulling out a kukri. Uh, oh, sorry, I guess you can't see it. Give me a second here. Too many little DM things to do. Pop. And you remember, being one of Lamb's little lambs, he had an associate, a gnome, who was just as cruel as any of his other associates, uh, who would disguise himself as the other orphans. And unfortunately... The rotten bastard. Hookshank's Grueler. You did not recognize him immediately. Uh, so he draws his little knife, a kukri, 
And then he yells to the others, Attack them! And... Is there any way I can call Brunsk over to me? Uh, talking is a free action if you want to call Brunsk over. Okay. Call? She screams. Oh! What does my familiar do? Um, your familiar can act on your turn. In general, he probably doesn't do anything unless you're specifically having him do something. Okay. So did you want... Have him eat him. Well, I mean, my, my turn's already up, but so, that's just for future reference. So he, he, he draws, uh, he shouts to them, and he's kind of moving towards this door here. So Quirr's your turn. And, and of course you shout, Brutes kind of gets your attention. <laughs> so Quirr's. Quirr's sort of goes inside. Uh, okay. He's... He's got 30 feet. Yeah. But yeah, he, he can move. I can move here? No, I want to move into a place where I can shoot the, the other eyeball out. You you can shoot from there. Um, do you have the precise shot feet? I don't think you do have. So for for right now... I have deadly aim. Yeah, she has deadly aim. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, it's a different feat. Uh, so okay. for, right, for right now... Um, Giggles is engaged in combat with Kaz. So in order for you to shoot carefully and not hit your um, partner, you have to take a minus four penalty on your attack roll. Okay. But you can shoot at him from pretty much anywhere that you can see him and if there's no walls in your way. Sorry if I hit you, Heather, but I'm going to try and shoot Giggles. <coughs> I'm a dwarf, I can take it. <coughs> so then it's a one... 20. 1d20. No. So okay. you're taking a minus 4 for shooting into combat, so it's just so a plus it's... 2. If you so... want to use your deadly aim, it's only a plus 1 to hit him. So. Okay, I roll a 1d20. Put minus 4 plus 2? No. It's, it's just a plus 2 right now, if you're not using deadly aim. Which, you might not want to, because it's Pretty hard to hit right. him at the moment. Plus two. I'm rolling. Yep. Ah, very good. Hey! That is a hit. Not necessarily his other eye, but you can get to roll your damage. Bam! I wanted to hit his eye. Well, the damage is 1d8 plus 1. Yes. Plus 1. Plus 1. Seven. All right, you you do a fair amount of damage to him. A bit of blood spurts out of the wound. Bloody bastard! You probably got him in his shoulder or something. Keeps giggling. He 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 does indeed giggle. <laughs> uh, let's see how much I can get you to blame. Uh, oh. Somebody's been hitting shiver. Holy crap! I'm just channeling a little bit of Joker here. It's nothing, nothing crazy. <laughs> Have you ever seen Reefer Madness? Reefer Madness? Yes. No. <laughs> uh, sorry. I realize I should write these guys down so I remember to calculate your experience later. And orphans. How no, many of them? Baby. We have eight of them. And they are 
Okay. Just little notes. All right, so that was Quirs, Brunsk. Um, well, Brunsk is torn. He has two places to go, but one of them is screaming for help. So with axes in each hand, he'll move 5, 10, 15. Uh, he moves into the room, 20. He kind of, of course, let's see, what's his perception? Does he recognize Hook Shanks on his own? Maybe. You have pretty sharp memory. No. So he steps in. <gasps> what Brun's kit? Children? Do you not recognize Hookshakes? Um, Brunes wasn't a little lamb. Well, nobody knew, uh, what's his face? He, he knew it was Gadrin. He doesn't necessarily know everyone else. Okay, so, I thought Hookshakes was pretty big there. Hookshakes is big among the orphans and stuff. Okay. So then um, I... Brunes would probably know the suppliers of the drug ring better okay. than he does the Wranglers, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, so then I would kindly point him to the no in front of him. He he looks hesitant, because he hasn't seen through the, the disguise, but he does see a knife, so he, he kind of walks up a bit. But unfortunately, that is further than he can move in one turn, so he's just kind of there for now. A little unsure, but threatening all the same. And now it's time for the little lambs. Uh, the three in the room with Sylvia and Brunsk are torn. Um, Hookshanks wasn't particularly intimidating to them, and they have seen these people who are telling them to get out. So they're they're undecided not doing anything in particular this turn. Uh, however, unfortunately, the ones on the bottom area with Quirz and Kaz are very much afraid of Giggles. So with their little daggers drawn, they try their best to stab at the intruders. So, let's see here. So this one... Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He moves down there. Uh, this one is going to move over there. 5, 10. And this one's just going to move there. So we have two attacks on Kaz and two attacks on Quirz from these frightened kids. So I don't have dodge, do I? Wait, I have acrobatics. Does that work? Um, it's acrobatics is for your movement in difficult situations, not for dodging. Your your right. your total dodge capabilities is tied up in your armor class, which includes your dexterity and stuff. So f these first two attacks are against Kaz. A twenty, um, and a twenty, which both of those are crit crits. So to control Ow. the first one is a 19. What's Kaz's AC? 18. So that uh, hits. And a 10. So both hit you. One of them hits you in a, hits you quite badly. So the first one, the critical, does two points of damage to Kaz. Oh, thank goodness. And the second one does one point of damage. They're, 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 really just, they're really just scratches. Even the one that almost hits you in a vital area, it's just a scratch. They're pretty weak. Uh, now they're probably starved, poor things. Uh, they, they do look somewhat malnutritioned. And the two attacks on Quirs? 
A 17 does not sound like a hit. No. No, I have 18. Wow, these guys are on fire with their attack rolls. This is kind of crazy. Uh, so they're, they're afraid of the damn orc. They are. So one of them hits Quirz. Uh, so it's zero, but it's a minimum one point of damage. So Quirz can take one point of damage as well. Uh, so um, if you guys want, you have, you have your little hit point bars. If you click on your token and then type negative numbers and stuff. And then we're oh. back to Giggles' turn. Oh. All right. So Giggles. Hey, you look a little bit like a kid. How about I beat you like I beat them? Before he flings his flail at Kaz. So he he's in the middle of an attack on me? Yes. However, he fails about as bad as you. Oh, gosh. I'm too short for him. How do I change? I don't know. So it, for your hit points, if yeah. you click on the icon, okay, click on the some icon. little bubbles should pop up. Yeah. And if you click on the bubble with numbers, your hit points... And then you type in like minus one or minus whatever, and then press enter, it'll automatically calculate. It's not doing anything. So so you click on the numbers. Okay. Click click the numbers. And then it should you should be able to enter text. No. No. Uh I did give you Oh, oops. That's my fault. We're trying to be good here. You're not being helpful. Okay, now you guys can do it. There we go. Aha. All right, so you guys can keep track of your hit points on here, and I'll roll them over session to session. Okay, I've got eight hit points. I'm going to die this round. So... It's back to Kaznis's turn. It was getting, I thought that was Kansas. It was getting rapidly surrounded. Okay. I don't want to beat the kids. But I may have always, to here for a minute. You can always, again, try diplomacy checks to influence the kids as well. It's not like they just attacked immediately. These other people have to try and influence them with their own intimidation. However, it is a it is a part of your turn, so it's a standard action. So if you were to attempt talking to them, you wouldn't be able to attack on the same turn. Hmm. But they don't necessarily look like they want to attack you either. But they know what will happen well, if they don't. Be a lot okay. easier to deal with them if we had a place to send them. Well, I I do have some of empathy with these kids, so I'll try diplomacy. All right. So make me a diplomacy check. 
which is with a 20, right? Yes. So what are you saying to the kids? Was that zero me? No, that's not me. What? Please. Scroll, scroll down. Um, you rolled quite well. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, okay, kid. I, I know what it's like to be a lamb. Believe me, I do know. I survived because I rebelled. You're not going to let this guy push you around all the time, are you? All right. You talk to them, and they kind of realize there's a two of you who are attacking him. There's five of them, all with their own daggers, and they start looking towards Giggles. Uh, all right. So that's your standard action. What? Do you want to move at all? You, not, not that there's many places you can move too much, but... Uh, well, I can't get any closer to Giggles. No. So, I think I'll stay put for now. Okay. Sylvia's turn. Yeah. Alright, um... I literally... I've got a slingshot that I could use. All right. Ooh, slingshot. Now, do keep in mind that, unfortunately, again, Brunsk is kind of engaged. So yeah, I was going to move. Minus four penalty. But, I'm going to move. No, it, it doesn't matter where you are. The fact is, Brunsk is right beside him and kind of engaged close by. So you're still taking the minus four in order to not hit Brunsk at all. Okay. That's not going to do much. I, I can't even. Okay. I wouldn't hit, is the problem. You, you also um, have your claws, too, don't you? I do, but she has eight hit points. She doesn't want to get too close. Fair enough. My total attack bonus on those is a negative one. And of course, you can also always try to convince these kids as well. Yeah, I think I'm going to go try to I'm going to move here. Okay. So I'm not blocking the way out. Um... What is my diplomacy? Yeah, it's supposed to, right? Okay, I'm going to try once again to tell them, hey, it really is dangerous here. It's probably best for you to leave. All right. I rolled as quarters, but that was supposed to be as me. Okay. They, um, the two to one side seem convinced. The other one kind of has a little malicious gleam in his eyes. He looks towards the gnome with his pitchfork in his hand. Okay. Get him! Hookshanks. All right. Uh, Hookshanks. Hit the meat shield. <laughs> Hookshanks opens the door to the next room and then there's a very um, audible growling sound coming from inside. Oh, snap. He says, Get him, Blue! Attempts to stab at Brunsk. 
Uh, what do we got here? Misses. And kind of um, steps, steps into the, the next room. So we need to add blue onto our turn counters now. This is getting all sorts of out of hand. <laughs> At least you don't have a uh, turn for each and every uh, oh. little lamb. Oh no. I, I try and... Um, uh, What's what's the word I'm looking for? Simplify when I'm able to. So blue. There are no thoughts in this world. Blue enters on an eight. Uh, Quirs. The lambs look like they're no longer interested in attacking you. And Giggles is already sporting one arrow. He's got support it, but... Do you get up on the catwalk? Yes. Okay. I'm going to move up higher. Five. Fifteen. Okay. Right there. And I'm going to, once again, shoot at Giggly. Okay. So you're still taking the minus four, but since you have high ground, you get a plus one to this. G20. So it's, I, I need to do, do the D20 to see if I hit. Yeah, so D20 plus one? D20 plus three right now. Unless you're doing a deadly aim. In no. which case it's plus two. What? Damn. That's ball. Unfortunately, he's he's moving around just a bit too much. Your arrow sinks into the floorboards. Well, at least I didn't shoot anybody else. This is true. Uh, Brunsk. So Brunsk is angry at this little creature that tried to swipe at him. Brunsk, smash! Steps forward and swings his axe around to attack with one from each hand at Hookshanks. The first one is a six and a miss. The next one is a 21 and a hit. Yeah, that was a hit. I want the puppy... So Brunsk does five points of damage to Hookshanks. And then Blue. The dog scrambles up, uh, moves beside Hookshanks. He can't get a very good um, reach, but he's going to try and attack at Brunsk all the same from the wall. He, he growls and snaps, but isn't actually able to attack Brunsk. Little lambs. All right. So... Hey, be careful. These two run away. I'm just going to move them down. Good. Good children. Run. This other one here takes a pitchfork full of slop and tosses it into Hookshank's face. The... Hookshanks kind of screams out and kind of just covers his eyes as all the various liquids and toxins and salt water slop into his eyes. And he's probably blind for a round or so. Good child. These other ones down here. Good boy. um, Two of them really can't get to him, but they'll kind of move over there. But there's going to be three attacks on Giggles. So what were these guys? These guys are plus one, weren't they? Miss, ooh, 
hit, miss. So one of them hits for two points of damage. It's two points he didn't have before. <laughs> You'll pay with that, maybe with all your fingers. Uh, Giggles no, rapidly getting angry, but he um, recognizes that perhaps all the same by defeating the troublemakers, he'll be able to reinstill the fear into these orphans and raises his flail once again towards Kaz. I'm afraid I missed that. A uh, 22 will hit. Um, so this this will do some damage. That is eight points of damage to Kaz. Oh, nuts! I'm down. What do you ask? No, baby. She's at two. No, I don't. So, so Heather, you should you should try and. Uh, put your hit points on your bar here so other people can have an idea of how badly down you are. But I think you're, what, at minus two right now? Or minus one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at minus one right okay. now. Oh, so, Cass? I am. I can heal. Uh, I have even in there. There I am. Okay. Yes. Is this a door? That is a door. So, Kaz falls down, bleeding slightly, unconscious. And it's Kaz's turn. So I need you to make me what's called a stabilization check. To see if you stop bleeding or bleed more. Uh, So, roll a d20 plus your constitution modifier minus your negative hit points. Hello? They have, she's confused. Okay. So it's slash R 1d20. So your constitution modifier is that number beside your constitution score at the top of your sheet. So you should see it's a plus two. Yes. Hello. Who are we talking to? Talking to Heather. I seem I seem to have broken her. I thought you were talking to Drea. I'm sorry. No, it's Kaz's turn. But unfortunately, you're unconscious and bleeding, so we need to roll to see if you stabilize. Right. So it's slash R, 1d20. Then you're going to do plus 2, because that's your constitution modifier. And then you're going to go negative 1, because that's currently what your negative hit points are. Is that a space negative 1? 
you, you it's just all no spaces between the 1d20 plus 2 minus 1 no spaces there so you're trying to hit a 10 with that since you got below a 10 you continue bleeding and take another hit point of damage and once you get to negative 10 it's kaput right uh it's actually your negative uh, constitution score so kaz has up to negative 14. okay um so talking is a free action so if queries want to shout something at this point is it my turn it's no, not Quirz's turn but she got oh, yes 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 i'm going to scream for sylvia sylvia I, I'm going Maybe to be. Kaz will hurt. Um, yes. Oh my God, Kaz, Sylvia, we need help. Okay, I need you to heal. All right. So it's wait. it's Sylvia's turn. Then you've heard Quirr's screaming in this from beyond the door to the north yeah. of where you are. What is my movement? I think I've got thirty. It, it does, however, take another move action to open a door. Typically. Okay. Okay, so so I can get here, and that will be my whole move. Uh, where do you start from there? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anything? And then we have to wait a whole another round for me to heal her, right? Come yes. oh. on, Heather. Okay. Hook shanks. Tries to stab, uh, is is blind and just kind of shrieks and starts pulling the stuff off his face. I feel so bad for Brute. I call it for help into this room and then I leave. Uh, Quirz. Quirz tries to do another damn shot on Giggle Snort. Okay. <laughs> Giggle Snort? Is plus. Nice. Yeah, it's so scary. Yes. Yes. A little bit better than that last one. It's it's close. It looks good, but then he raises his shield just a little bit, and it thunks into the wood of the shield. No, I'm saying it's better than the six. It is better, but still not a hit. Well, I'm just gonna hit a shield instead of. <clears throat> yes. So Brunsk uh, is is again just going to hammer down on the gnome in front of him. Uh, Get a big guy. That's a miss. Uh, the second one is a hit, however. Uh, Jen, can, can yep. I ask you to go to your roll 20 settings and turn off, uh, uncheck the enabled background chat beat, please? Okay. Because it's loud enough that I can hear it too. It's okay. a little annoying. I thought that was just coming from the game. I'm sorry. Well, it, it, it is, but your mic picks it up, too. Okay. Uh, and Brunk does eight points of damage to um, Nomi McNomerson. Yeah. Also known as Hookshanks. Which makes me think of Crookshanks. Uh, Blue, again, tries to attack Brunsk. Not very well. Nah. The little lambs. Uh, let's see here. 
So they, they kind of very quickly, um, one of them kind of steps over, uh, let's see, can I put you, well, one of them steps over Kaz to protect her as they kind of rush forward and continue their stabbing mass attack against Giggles. So we have four attacks against Giggles now. Go forth, my little lambs. Miss. Miss. Be strong. Miss. Oh. Miss. It, Damn! It appears that their... Um, uh, A little nervous. Morale has plummeted indeed. <sighs> Giggles. Hmm. What does oh Giggles God. do? Oh, God. Giggles kind of raises his shield and basically backhands one of the lambs with it. No! Oh, yes. Yes, he does. So, what are we here? D6, which makes this a D4, which makes it a D3. So, the one on top of Kaz takes four points of damage. It's... Baby! It's a bad wound, but the kid's still standing. These kids are tough. Speaking of tough... So, Heather, Kaz needs to roll another stabilization check. So this time it's 1d20, plus your constitution modifier of 2 still, but now it's minus 2 because you're... At minus two hit points. So I had no modifier at all. No. And yes! Yeah, you take. Uh, you should be at minus two, not three. Uh, out of question, how close do I have to be to heck heal her? Um, it is a touch, so you have to be within five feet of her. Okay. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Uh, however, you do have your prehensile hair, which has a ten-foot reach, and you can cast spells through it as well, because you can touch her with your hair. It's going to be fantastic. I'm going to have to have a picture of so. hair healing. So it is Sylvia's turn. Mind you, let's Wait, see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You can move 30 feet and get within touching range of Kaz as well. She's but then on... I'd have to give up my turn. Sorry? Right? I'd have to give. I'd have to forfeit my turn, right? Well, you don't forfeit your turn. That's what you're using your turn well, for. Forfeit. But say I move right here and then cast the prehensile hair. No, that'd be two moves still anyway. So I guess I'll just move here. Yes. So you move there. So you can use your healing hex. So at this level, do we write that down? Okay. So right now you're healing 1d8 plus 1 points of damage. 1. Aha! Okay. I can do math. Okay. I can do math. And that's all? Oh, that is not I got her up to zero. That is not great. So, Kaz. Uh, yes. 
you are at zero hit points. You are conscious. You are not bleeding. But you know if you do anything anything strenuous, you will start bleeding and become unconscious again. Yeah. So, okay. Nothing uh, no, no. It's not your turn. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm looking at my stuff. Yeah. Uh, did, did we buy you a healing potion at all? No. Hell no. We weren't thinking about that. I've got them. So Hookshanks has... Talking isn't strenuous, is it? No. So Hookshanks uh, tries to stab Brunsk and fails and okay. steps back and says... Uh, oh, where's my paper? Where's my stuff? It says, Yargen, we need you out here. We're under attack. Oh, little shit. Who? That's going to be my favorite word during this thing. Yargen, we're under attack. We need you. I think Yargen needs to go back. Go away, Yargen. Uh, yeah, so that was Hookshane's turn. Quirrs! Uh, Quirrs once again does what Quirrs usually did. Flash roll, 1d20 plus 3. 3. Oh, Quirrs shoots himself in the head just to end this whole thing. There's just too many little kids around, it's so hard to aim. Uh, Brunsk steps into the room once again a flurry of axes 14 is not enough 16 is though ooh he does 10 points of damage not that you can see it but Hookshanks is lying, bleeding on the ground with a very big cut in him. Yeah! Brunsk. But Blue now gets a good shot at Brunsk. Though he misses oh. still. Little lambs. Alright. So, they're going to move a bit more here. Get off of Kaz, who's suddenly awake and breathing and stuff. Uh, <gasps> so, two of them, this is what's called flanking. Two of them are on opposite sides of him. This gives them a plus two attack bonus to their attack rolls. And if they had sneak attack, they would be capable of using it. So, for the two that are flanking... Whoa! I can use my hexes. <clears throat> How many times can I use my hexes in one day? Uh, it depends on the hex. Your healing one, you can use it one time for one person each a day. Okay. So, uh, this is to confirm the potential critical on giggles, but it doesn't. And these two are from the regular ones who aren't flinking. But that's a hit and a miss. So, the first one 
does one point damage. The other one does one point damage. So they're shaving off little bits of giggles. Kill him with bug bites. And this other one is going to move down. Again, he's going to try and attack around the corner at this dog here. Uh, pitchfork. Oops, did I roll something? Nah. So what are we? Plus one. Wow. Uh, does not confirm a critical, but does one point of damage to Blue, the dog. Dog. And giggles. Um, he's getting a bit mean now. He strikes again with his shield against one of them. Uh, we'll say a different one this time, because he probably doesn't actually want to kill any. Just really rough him up. And he misses. He's being overrun. And Kaz's turn. So can Kaz do anything? Does Kaz want to do anything? Well, if I do anything strenuous, I might as well kill myself. So... Can I pass a weapon to the kid? Yes, yes, you could. Let's see, what is my strongest weapon that I have on me? But uh, also, can the child hold it? Yeah, keep in mind, they're, right now they are using daggers for their size. I mean, they're just kids. They're not really good at weapons. True. Essentially, the knives you're using are like pretty much like pickpocket knives, which you would cut a pocket with to have stuff drip out. Dripped sounds wrong. So not exactly meant for thick height people. Yes, but I mean at the same time they might not be able to use any other kind of weapon in particular. And they are kind of stringy, so that wouldn't help. Uh, There's no other enemies in that room with Bronsk, is there? You don't know what's happening with Bruce, I'm afraid. I, I know. Right. Uh, and I don't think I have the strength to uh, call out on either. Well, you have the strength to call out. Uh, do, do I need to roll anything for that? Not particular. What do you so Cass... What? What do you try to call out to him? I think, um, I need your help. <laughs> well, because literally there is nothing he can do to get to you. Well, and that's true. You have, you have and I mean, the, the, thing, yeah. the thing is, Kaz does not know this. Well, and I'm right beside her. Yes. But she can still call out, and if Brunsk is able to, like, he really has no idea what's going on down there. Well, if I heard what Corus had yelled that Cass needed help, then he would have. This is true, but it's also Brunsk. He doesn't understand the common very well. He's a bit distracted with combat. Is there any way she can drag herself away? 
The problem is she is currently what's called a threatened area. Each person who wields a weapon uh, threatens a five-foot area around them, typically. And um, essentially, if you are not able to back away very carefully, you provoke an attack from them, which is called an attack of opportunity. It's essentially like turning your back on an enemy sort of thing. It leaves you very wide open. So unfortunately, being on the ground, which is another bad condition, um, prevents her from really moving out um, without him basically getting a free swing on her. Okay. Well, I'm just going to tell this to Cass then. I've got two potions of lesser healing. Gimmick. <laughs> you gotta, I got you got to pass your turn. Well, true. Well, what Cass can do is she can delay her turn until after yours. So I just I just move her down underneath your initiative thing, and then any time after that she goes after you. I did think of uh, coaching the kids to go for the Achilles tendon or something, but up to you. Uh, unfortunately, each round is kind of six seconds, so how much coaching you can do in during that time yeah. is doubtful. Go for the heels. So are you delaying your turn then, or? <sighs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll delay my turn. Okay, then it is Sylvia's turn. Okay, okay. I'm going to use my thing of lesser healing. But I don't know how, so. What thing of lesser healing is this? Is this a potion? I've got a, I, yeah. It is Cure Light Wounds yeah. Potion. Cure Light Wounds. Okay, so... What you have to do is basically, it's going to be a move action to pull it out of your pocket and to give it to Cass. And Cass has to be the one to drink it. Okay. So that's that, so, that, so Sylvia pulls out a potion, hands it to Cass, and Sylvia still has a standard action left for her turn. Alright. Um, I, got, I got nothing. You've got a few options. Um, you could use your hair and just use it to attack him right now if you want to. Or you okay. could cast your ear-piercing scream and attack him with it. Would that harm the kids? Um, no, it's it's a one-target thing. Okay, well then, I'm going to do that. I thought that in a group that it would attack the kids too. Uh, see, what you need to do is look up your spells and see what they say for target. Sometimes they do an area, sometimes they do one target. Okay. So let's look up what ear piercing scream does, because I don't know myself. I lost all my links. So I'm gonna have to refine those buggers. Alright. Looking up on the website what it does. So, you unleash a powerful scream inaudible to all but one but a single target. The target is dazed for one round and takes 1d6 points of sonic damage per two cast levels. So just 1d6 points of, so of sonic damage. And he can make a save against it to avoid the daze effect and do half damage. So, you cast a spell, so take it off your sheet, because you've used it. And then roll me 1d6 points of damage. Do I add anything or no? 
Hey. So now he needs to make a fortitude save to see if his body can kind of resist the effects. Uh, where's his saves? He's kind of good at fortitude. It is an 18, which is probably enough to save against your spell. So he does still so take. He, he does still take half of your damage, the three points of damage, and he's getting pretty weak. Um, giggles, giggles. Let's see. But he just laughs as he's kind of fiddling with his ears. Okay, so then Kaz is his turn. So you now have a potion in your hand. Break it on your head. Um, drink it. All right. So you're going to heal 1d8 plus 1 points of damage. Okay. Or 1d8 plus Crap, what am I doing? This turned into one big fight. Why are you guys opening two doors at the same time in different places? Because that's just what we do. Because we thought we were being clever. <laughs> because you love us! Hey, there we go. Mine. You heal nine points of damage. Woo! I can move! Again. You're welcome. Not by much. Thank you. So now much. Go through and get another one. All right. So I'm back, baby. So since since you were um, stakered, that is it for your turn. Uh, and then we get to this mysterious Yargon's turn. Ah, what's happening? Oh no, Brunsk! Be careful, Brunsk. Okay. So, not that you guys can see this, but there's a handout for this fellow. Ooh, Yargi's dead. A vast virus database has been updated. Looking like that. Right back at you, buddy. So that door opens, and the man is standing there. And of course, you guys really can't see what happens, but just for audio description, he points a engraved stick at Brunsk and mutters some weird words. Oh no! Don't turn him into a newt! <laughs> and this orb that's just kind of sizzling and bubbling in air of some sort of green liquid appears and shoots towards Brunsk. Oh no! No! But it misses him. Hits the edge of the doorway and just sizzles against the wood. Oh good. Hookshanks bleeds some more and I can probably remove him from here. He's probably gonna die. Quirrs! You gonna try shooting again? Yes. God damn it, I'm going to shoot you again one time or other. Come on, bit. Woo! That is a hit. Roll some damage. 1d8 plus 1. Yes. 
Nice. All right, you do hit his other eye as he falls yeah. down, bleeding quite a bit. Thank God! Oh, that makes me so happy. I have no idea. I can now fall asleep and knock his other eye out. <laughs> so squares Brunsk. So upon hearing all these calls towards him, Brunsk says, Brunsk busy! <laughs> Poor Brunsk. Brunsk playing with puppy. So Brunsk first tries to deal with, indeed, the puppy that's on him. This is the first time. This is the second time. As he hopefully ignores the person flinging acid at him. The dog is playing with Brunsk this time. Oh dear. Um, Brunsk is getting bitten for d4 plus 1. Brunsk takes 3 points of damage. Eh. So that dog bit through his armor and everything? After quite a few tries, he did find Brunsk is only wearing a chain shirt himself. So the legs are pretty lowly protected. Uh, no, a regular dog does not get tripped. So the lambs, um, yeah, the lambs pretty much outright fall onto Giggles and just stab him repeatedly. They have no love for him at all. Uh, this one up here tries to attack with the pitchfork again. Hey, that'll hit the dog. And he does one point of damage to Blue as well. Sylvia. Everybody's hemmed All right. I'm going to move all the way back up here because I know Brutes gets in trouble. Okay. So if you're using your full turn, you can actually take two move actions and replace your standard with a move action. So you can move even further if you want to. Okay. How much further? Uh, like your, you can move two full 30 feet movements. Okay. So, this little changeling's out of breath. Yes. You, you, you are running quite fast. But you can see that Brunsk kind of has his dog to deal with, and there is this rather um, not very good-looking person. You recognize him. He is Jorgen Balko, another associate of Gadrin's. He is kind of a perpetually sour-faced man with short blonde hair and a fondness for expensive clothing, though it's like at least 20 years out of date. Um, and he, you remember, he vaguely fancies himself some kind of potion maker or alchemist. And he had a kind of sadistic love of testing his acids on some of the orphans. Aww. Uh, Bitch is going down. Kaz. So standing up takes a move action in itself, I'm afraid. Okay. She liked to move it, move it. But then you can she use your standard to take another move action. Okay, so cast stand. Alright. 
So then you can take another move um, to move somewhere. Sure. Great job, kids. Matt. Matt. Uh, they, 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 they kind of smile as they clean off their bloody daggers. Wait, so Giggles not dead? Giggles yeah. is totally dead. Oh, I killed him? Yeah. You're the dartboard. You, oh, the core. You, you knocked him into negatives and into dying. The kids finished him off. So, Giggles is Giggles no more. Indeed. He's more like Swiss cheese. Indeed. Okay. Sweet. A bloody pulp of Swiss cheese. So, so Kaz, you, you still have half your turn left, basically. You can move, uh, do stuff. I could try to convince them to uh, get out of the building. You can. Right? Yes. Is that another diplomacy roll? Yep. So, oh, R1D20 plus 4. Yes. Okay, kids, you're free? Vamos! Alright, you send the kids... You send the kids now to a life on the streets with no place at all to live. Very good! Yargen's turn. Oh, shut up! (laughs) What? I'm not sure you thought this through very well. But that's fine. I found a big head and little heart! Okay, can can I reword can I reword my diplomacy? Sure. We could we could maybe send him to the tarot leader. Uh Don't do what I said, I'm drugged. So, that's a fair point. The drug people. You want to read I'll go way out there with the other little fuckers. Do you want to reword or just let them famoose? Uh, let's see. They well, I vote for rewording because you, you were being. You, you made me feel guilty. I'm just saying. That if you were trying to be kind to these kids, you might want to do something other than just send them into the streets. If you just want them to be out of here and safe, then it's fine. I'm just letting you know. Uh, let's see. Is there is there like a a, a chantry or a, a a church place I could send them? There nearby? are church-run orphanages. There's nothing nearby. Uh, okay. Uh, can I suggest that area to them? An orphanage? Well, it's better than working for a lamb. I'm, I'm just clarifying. You can. I'm just making sure I know where you're sending them to. Well, I... I I did think of a church, but if it's conjoined with an orphanage, it's most, why I'm sending them. Most of the orphanages are church-run. There aren't too many churches, 
Um, there are there is a main separate church of Asmodeus, which is a not nice person. There is a church of Abadar, which is more about it kind of runs an orphanage, but it, the actual church itself is more a place for rich, well-to-do people and stuff to worship. And then there's just one kind of conglomerate that has like twenty different religions religions in it. Hey, that I will suggest that. Okay, the kids um figure they'll give it a try. They might not be run off the property when they cannot come on mass. Just, uh, just be. So, so Yargan's turn. He mutters a bit more and tries to activate his wand again and succeeds, shooting another glob of magically conjured acid towards Brunsk. And missing. He curses a bit. He's always been good at creating them, just not hitting. Aiming. Yeah. Ha! Quirs. What do you, you want to run into Brunsk? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go into Brunsk. One, two, three, four. And and if I move right there, can I still shoot? Unfortunately, there's kind of a wall. Um, yeah, there's a wall. You, there's a wall. You you have to be standing like here to even kind of catch a glimpse of the guy. To be honest. Okay. Well, then so, I'll stand there. Um, um, mind you, I guess you could. Um, if you were standing here, and you should be able to stand there, you could shoot at the dog, but again, you're taking pretty bad minuses to hit him. Yeah. I'll just stand there, drugged. I beat it! Somebody once told me! (laughs) Alright. So Quirz moves in, ready to assist, but not quite able for the moment. Brunsk's turn. Brunsk tries again to first deal with the dog and then move towards the rather ineffectual acid-flinging person. <laughs> he misses the dog once. Uh, that one will hit the dog, however. And Brunsk does not show much mercy to fuzzy creatures. With, uh, yeah, nine points of damage. That really bit, poor baby. Which will um, take it well into negatives. And Brunsk steps up there. Uh, blue is done. The little lambs uh, pretty much all head outside. Ah, it's being slow on me. Why are you being slow on me? Because some people like it slow. Hey Uh however the one in, the one in this room here, um he basically steps into the room and is basically he stabs at the dog first. Quirz and Sylvia are both able to see. Um and basically finishes off poor doggy. Not poor doggy. Um, Sylvia. Okay. I'm going to move, like, here. Okay. And then I'm going to try and diplomacy with that kid to tell him to go out with the other children. Is that something I can do? Sure. Because 
Get out the way, child. Don't die. Huh? That kid ain't listening. Back off, lady. I gotta make sure these bastards are dead. Okay. <laughs> Kaz. Uh, let's see. I moved as many squares as my speed. Um, is that the one? Each square is five feet, so you can move four Four. squares for every move action you take. If you spend a full turn moving, you can move your twice your speed. Trying to find my speed. Your speed is 20 feet. 20 feet. So four squares. So I get to travel eight squares? Yes, if you're taking a full turn. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I am beyond the door. Okay. Since Bruins can now see into the room, I'll reveal this room as well. Um, yeah. I, I won't say its description until some proper can actually see it. Jargon. Uh... He takes a step back, his, his hand, shaking, uh, tries to activate his magical wand again. Maybe he's intimidated by Broskis' size. Maybe. That's why he keeps missing. Maybe. Fortunately, however, there's now no allies helping Brunsk, so he doesn't have to worry about hitting a dog or something. And that will hit Brunsk. Brunsk takes three points of acid as it kind of eats into his side. Maybe! Oh! Uh, I like character. He, he goes... Quarter's mm. turn. I'm going to move. Okay. Or Jeffrey's going to move me. To where I can... Possibly help shoot. Um, you could step behind Brunsk and kind of shoot over his shoulder at this fellow. All right, hold still, Brunsk. I'm going to use your shoulder as a uh, steady. <laughs> that really doesn't work with bows, but go ahead anyway. I know. Um, so you are taking uh, no penalties to this because this other fellow isn't even in combat. So can you get your full plus six bonus? Uh, plus five if you're using deadly aim. If I remember correctly. Uh, yes. Yes. So would you like to use deadly aim? Sure. So you're rolling a d20 plus five. Yes. I have twelve. That oh, suck. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh what? It's one off. You know, you, you try and aim for that neck, and you just kind of graze him, and it hits the wall behind him instead. Well, screw you too. Brunsk's turn. Brunsk follows the man, axes in hand, and slices at him. That's one hit. Uh, the second's a miss. 
Ah! For eight points of damage to Yargin. Of course, he's well fed, so he has much, much flesh and stuff. Uh, the, the, the little lamb takes his pitchfork and this time he's ramming it into Hookshanks. Well, Sylvia. All right. Get me oh. there. Okay, so you enter into the room, move beside Brunsk. Yes. All right. What are you doing? Can I ask you how many hit points he's got? Because I can't see it from here. Uh, Brunsk? Yeah. Okay, does he need healing? Brunsk has 9 out of 15. Okay, so he's good. He's still got one over that I do. All right, well, uh... I'm going to... get my prehensile hair. And I'm going to try and hit him. So you're activating your prehensile hair? Yes. All right. So did we write that on your weapons? Yes. All right. So roll it. Magical growth style. 1d20, right? No, I don't have to roll that. No, no, no. You do have to roll the hit. You have to roll your 1d20 plus 4. Huh. No. Um, while he's somewhat surprised that your hair spontaneously grows to an outrageous length, he ducks at the right time to avoid the whiplash of it. Kaz. She'd like to move it, move it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. I bypassed the, the kid who is maliciously taking his revenge on a gnome, which I totally approve of. Alright. Uh, so that, that, that's pretty much it for Kaz's turn. Unfortunately, being a dwarf, you do have to sometimes just spend some time catching up with the long legs. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Yargan pulls out a dagger. Um, oh, that guy's not going to fling more acid. And, and, and he, he kind of screeches. It's like, hell! Giggles! Somebody, damn it, help me! And, and stabs, lunges towards Brunsk. Oh! He actually hits Brunsk. No, Brunsk! Brunsk, no! For one point of damage. <laughs> Brunsk gets deeper cut from shaving. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Cores. Shave. Um. The 20 plus 6 plus 5. Okay. That will hit. Look, you have to hit. Oh, no, wait. Um, no, it, it won't. Because now he is in combat, I'm afraid. So there's a minus four penalty. Ow! Unfortunately, it does not. What does that mean? It does not. Okay. Oh, for the love of. Brunsk. 
Hit. Uh, move with his axes. Ooh, that's a hit. That's a hit. Nice. Twelve points of damage. Uh, and that is enough. He he's not bleeding badly, but he falls down unconscious and bleeding. Lord, get the little lamb away from him, or he's just gonna start stabbing him repeatedly over and over and over and over. Um, the little lamb indeed does start moving, but is kind of pushed back by the bulk of Brunsk. Uh, initiative is no longer on, however, if this guy's not attended to quickly, he could bleed out. Oh, alright, I'm gonna heal him. Um, At least a little bit. Now, if you want to just stabilize, you can use a heal check. Does anyone have that? I might. Where where do you find the heal check? It's a skill. Heal is a skill. I think I bought that, actually. Yes. Yeah, I do, and it's plus five. So if you want to just try and um, stop the bleeding for now and then decide what you're going to do. D20, right? D20 plus five. Ah, no. Um, your first My heart a- wasn't in a- Your first attempt is not good. He's bleeding a bit more now. So I could do this over and over? Until he dies, yes. Well, I have a heal thing, but it's plus one. Um, I did a little bit better. What you can do is what's called an aid another. So you choose one person to be the main skill check and other people to aid. The people who aid roll their skill, and if they get over ten... They add a plus two bonus to the main person's check. Um, for now, however... So... Uh, for now, however, he bleeds a bit more. So... So do I roll again? Uh, if you want. Okay. I believe it's a 15 you're trying to get. So, however, uh, Quirz or someone else who is trained in heal can help. Brunsk is not trained in heal. I offer my help. Okay. Alright, and Quirz, does just roll a d20? Uh, a d20 plus her skill check. Plus one. So Quirz, hey, I got Quirz does help. You guys get a 13. You're not quite getting it. Well. 15 is the number you want. Well, well, he's not dead yet. He's not dead yet. Dead. Oh, there we go. There we go. Are you happy now? So with that, he is. His wounds are tied off. Brunsk is kind of holding this orphan by the scruff of his neck so that he doesn't stick his pitchfork into him during this whole process. That's probably the reason why I rolled a three earlier. Yes, that's right. The kid's hassling you. So. You guys are out of initiatives. You can move freely and investigate how you wish. What are you doing? I want to look in this door. All right. Uh, oh, actually, one more thing. Since you enter the room, I'll just give a description of the room that Yargin was in here quick, if you don't mind. So, Yargin's office. A wooden desk sits in one corner of this room, its side, preventing the western door from opening all the way. The table is heaped with dozens of slate boards covered in chalk scrawls, while Can to the east... Hmm? Don't no. Sorry. While to the east, a cabinet slouches against the wall. To the south, a few moldy boards have been nailed over a door. Uh, Alright, and you're opening the other door there? Yes. 
I have tons of evil nests. If there's another fucking dog, I'm going to cry. A pair of bunk beds sits against the far wall of this room to either side of a boarded-over window. All right, and over here? Uh, oh. I think that's just a small corridor connecting areas. Excellent. All right, well... I want to interrogate... Let me kill him. He's a horrible guy. No, you little shit. We need to question him. You gotta call the poor traumatized orphan names, huh? I don't even call him Lee twice. He is no longer <laughs> traumatized. My name is a little and shit. My name is Kester. Alright, I'm sorry I I'm sorry I called you a little shit, Kester. However, we really want to get this whole thing over and done with, so we kinda of need him to get to the boss. We need to get to Gadrin. Can I stab him after you're done? You kind of look at him. He he's wrong. I don't care. He he, he strikes like all things considered. He he probably was at to a certain degree the leader of the lambs. He's he's one of the older kids. Probably you saved him from uh, being taken out like Gadrin eventually does to all of the older kids. Uh, he has kind of this dark, well, obviously grime and soot covered uh, blonde hair. Um, and his, you know, as you kind of look at him, he has these rather striking eyes. They're very dark brown color, but the left one has a noticeable gold fleck in it. Hmm. So, Cass grabs Yargan by the shirt, or at least what's left of his shirt. Um, okay. And I'll try it. Uh, Quir is going to check the desk. Yep. Uh, the desk? In his office, or there's been a couple cabinets. That one? Okay. Ah, you're paying attention, aren't you? You're not that drugged up. I am very drugged up. What are you talking about? I'm just more curious than anything else. All right. Actually, she's like the sober, so. I am not. Uh, You check it out, and it appears to be locked. What do you want to do? Uh. I can pick the lock. You could. It's a disabled what? device check. It's what? A disabled device check. Oh, that's plus nine, so yes. I don't get it at all. <laughs> no, no, this is an easy lock. You've opened these all the time for purely legal, stable company reasons, of course. Purely. Uh, the cabinet contains six small pouches. As you can... As you kind of open them up, you notice that four of them are filled with a fair amount of copper pieces, while two of them contain a similar number of silver pieces. Um, okay, so as, as we're going to kind of give out treasure, you guys need to write this down somewhere. Um, actually, what I'm going to do, so that you can write this down and everyone can see and you can split it up later, is I'm going to add a character called Party Loot. And I'm going to give you guys the ability to modify it. I'll let you. So that you guys can write this down on there. And stuff. So there is now party loot. Which is better than party pooper. 
So anyone should be able to open that up and edit. And in the notes section, you can write this stuff down. So whoever wishes, somebody, well, I don't know. Do, do we have a, is, is someone going to be the, the loot taker or is this just going to be something that... Yeah, I'll be loot taker. I got it open. Oh, never mind. I'm trying to figure out where to write. Okay. There it goes. Okay. I'm a professional pickpocket, so... so six small pouches. There are four pouches that each contain, each contain 50 copper pieces. And there are two pouches, each containing 50 silver pieces. Easily enough split between four people. And when you're done, make sure to save the party loot. Let me spell pieces oh. out. Okay. Very good. Very good. All right. So that is what Quirz finds. Assuming, of course, that you're not being a dick and sharing this find with the party. Hell no. Yes, I'm sharing. This character shares well, unlike my other characters. Okay, very good. Uh, so where were we? So yes, so Kaz was grabbing Yargan by the remains of his shirt. He is unconscious and somewhat wounded. Can I slap him into consciousness? Right. No, slapping would probably not help. Um, he has taken, like, axe wounds and stuff. He would require magical healing to be awake quickly. Fortunately, you do have a character who can cast for free a cure spell on everybody in the world. Once a day. <laughs> hey, uh, Sylvia. Yeah. This guy's pretty close to dying. Can uh, I patched him up? He's not close he to dying, him. but he's wounded. It would be a couple days before he's he rouses conscious. himself without help. Fine, I'll see what I can do. What is it? It's one d eight. One d eight plus one. Ah, Scarlet Soul. If it doesn't do much, I'm not spending my last potion on him. That that is enough to rouse him into consciousness. So you're you're just leaving him oh. with all his weapons untied up as you're casting this. She's the one who told me to do it. Uh, Runsk, hold him down. All right. So Brunsk is kind of holding on to him, and he, and he, and he rouses. Oh, what, what happened? Ah! You, you, you got help! Giggles! Somebody help! Giggles isn't alive, and neither is anybody else. There ain't shit for you. It's just you and us, sunshine. What do you want with me? What do you we want, want lamb? I, I thought you said everyone was dead. They are. Except you. But that may change in a couple seconds unless you give us the information we want. But but what do you mean? Like, Lamb's down below. Oh, really? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any guards we should know about, Sunshine? Um, you know, you're, you're, you're gonna let me go, right? Maybe. That's, you give us good information, we might be willing to let you go. If not, as a hand. If not, is interested in your well-being. Um, I'm getting. So I suggest you choose your words very carefully, pal. He's um. So what you do there, right? In in in, in the big room, the one with the van and the barrels, where where the the the, the kids sleep. Yeah. There there's yeah. an opening into the dockway. Yeah. There, there there's some dinghies under there, right? So you get into one of them, you go onto the pathway underneath the building, and then you'll see the door. That that's where Gadron is. Him and his uh, pet. What's his pet? pet? That that's um the crocodile he keeps. Uh, Wait, what? Crocodile. You know, with... copy, copy. I know what a crocodile is. I didn't know he could keep one as a pet. Well, I say you pet. Can... I mean mostly that um it, it, it stays around and he feeds it occasionally. Probably freaking children. Probably. Well, I mean the the guy goes somewhere when they get too big. I think I was just gonna kill you for that comment. No, please, I'm I'm I can help you out. Like I I, I can use a wand and, and help you kill Gadrim, yeah. yeah no. You'll give us the wand? What? I, no, I, I'll, I'll help you. I'll cast against him and stuff. I don't trust you as far as I can throw you, and I'm pretty short. I, I, like, please, I mean, c- c- come on. You c- give me a chance here. I'll give you a chance if you give me the wand. I mean, and, 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 and there's, there's other kids, right? They'll listen to me. The, you can be the new bosses. They'll give you everything you bring in. We, we can get them to run the fishery again, and you guys can profit from it. That's not what we want. We want the asshole dead. And we want the people responsible for harming the children gone. Oh well, um, that, that's that's that says not me. I mean, it's it's always that um, giggles like to toss them around a gadron, but no, I I treat them good, right? The, well, we've got one right out here who really wants to shank you. It, it, it's a misunderstanding. I love the kids. Love the so love the little. I asked him if you love the kids, if, buddy. You would have let them go. I'm not that convinced. It, it's, it's a tough world out here. You know, you gotta make money somehow, and, the, and things are taken down. You fall into debt, and I mean, come on, I'm begging you. The <laughs> Kester is just tightening his grip around his pitchfork. He He's shaking his head at all of this. I don't think we believe you. We don't believe you were shit. Oh hell, I'm not even in there. Look, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, alright? I'll change my ways. Like, oh, give me one of the temples and stuff and I'll repent and whatever. Give me the wands, or I'll tell my friend here to take your hand. Yeah, they'll take it, whatever. Whatever mine is yours, you know? Just, just let a guy get on his way. Now, what else before we let you go? Yeah? Anything else you would like to donate to the cause? Look, look, it's it's what's fine is yours, you look right? Pretty well off, dude. I mean, well, I mean, like what? What? what, what I mean, you got this big guy here holding my arms back. I can't really offer you a hand over foot, you know. 
But I mean, the thing, what about is yours? Like, just take what you want. It's it's, it's what what I'll you say, right? Something. I mean, you can't something. take it with you, right? I mean, I can start over and all that. All right, give me where you got spell components, don't you? I, I mean, I, I I dabble a little, but uh, no, I, I I don't cast spells. Okay, no. what we're gonna do is you're gonna keep all the money you've got on your body right now. You're gonna give us the wand and anything else that is not money or clothing. You can keep that. No one wants to see that. Okay. And we're gonna let you go. <clears throat> okay. Eventually. However, you might be uh, willing to, you know, go down there and warn Gadrin that we're here. So we're gonna tie you to a chair, and then later we'll come yeah. back after we're done with Gadrin. And we're going to let you go. But we're going to take everything that is not money or clothing. And then you get to go live off the rest of your newly changed life. I hear about you again in the news. We're hunting your ass down. Did you say the news? Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure, no problem. I'm a changed man. Excellent. And keep in mind, I have my ears in the taverns. I hear about you. You're dead. Yeah, no, not a peep. Not at all. Clean living. That's me now. By the way, so so you guys are aware, there is a a skill called sense motive. Typically used to find if people are lying. Right. I have that. I'll just tie his ass to a chair and leave Kester with him. I kind of figured that's what you're doing. I'm going to so, let Kester uh, deal with him. So if you kind of give him a moment, he hands over his wand. He hands over uh, a few vials containing a similar greenish liquid. Um, two bags that have some alchemical shorthand on them. Hold well. on. Okay. One wand. So I'm one trying one. to write this down. Sorry, yes. Two bags of what? Uh, the, you, you might have seen them in alchemical stores. They're called Tanglefoot Bags. You you throw them at a person and they kind of burst open with glue and stuff that kind of makes it hard for them to move. Okay. Like sticky webs. Um, there sticky is bombs. three vials of acid, which you can throw at people and kind of splashes all around them. Okay. There is something called a thunderstone, which can make it very big, loud, and temporarily deafen people nearby it. Which makes, right it hard, you. which makes it hard for people to cast spells, for example. Um, he has a light crossbow with ten bolts, a dagger, a key to a cabinet that's already been opened by Quirz. No, we don't really need that. Um, I have to say, I love how you say dagger. Give me uh, perception checks. Hold on, I'm trying to figure out how to spell cabinet. You, you probably don't have to write that down. It's kind of useless for you. We can still sell it and say it's good for stuff. <laughs> don't um, underestimate those of us who are neutral good. Right. Or chaotic neutral or whatever. I, I have trouble okay. finding you that you'll be able to sell a key, but okay. Do you say perception check? Anyone who wishes can make perception checks. I got eight. 
What are you what are you supposed to uh, D20 is not with me today. It is not at all. Why not thirteen? Yeah, that's from Drea. I'm I'm probably suffering post traumatic stress syndrome or something. Possibly. I'm not that focused. I've got a fifteen. Alright. So uh Quirs and Sylvia uh, those are the things that he offers, but you notice that um, as he's kind of taking stuff around him, he appears to have underneath his clothes what leather armor that he's wearing, and also he's kind of taking the time to hide a rather valuable-looking amulet underneath his collar during all this. I want the amulet. What, what are you talking about? I told you, I told you, you hand us your stuff, and we I, like I'm, to wear. I'm just wearing clothes. I saw the amulet and the armor. Well, you, you it's 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 closed, yeah, right? Now, actually, armor counts as weapons, dude. I don't want to see him naked. What are you talking about? Why is That's armor a weapon? Give us the amulet okay. now. Okay. 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 All right. He 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 takes off a rather. Somewhat valuable-looking garnet amulet. Uh, does anyone have the appraise skill? I think Jennifer does. Okay. I checked. Oh no! But she has a plus. She has plus four. I don't have it checked, but I've got plus four in it. You can try. Oh, I don't. Do you have identify? No, identify is for magic stuffs. Well, it could be magic. That's you. You can cast detect magic. Remember your level zeros. You can cast over and yeah. over again. Okay. Well, first, first do the appraise thing. Do I add plus four, even if it's not checked? Yeah, that's fine. You can do skills untrained. So that's a 16? Yep. Alright, so you think it's worth about um, 93 gold pieces, possibly. Nice. So make a note of that beside it. Alright. But it's a garnet amulet. Alright. Dang it. Garnet is And then Sylvia is detecting magic. You said 93 gold? 93 gold. That's what you think it's worth. Alright. Yes, I want to do detect magic. Alright. The only magical thing that you detect is the wand. Now, if you wish, you can make a spellcraft check to determine the properties of the wand. Okay. Do I do it? Roll another d20? Yep. Do I add anything? Uh, you add your spellcraft modifier. Skill. Where's that? It's a skill. It's There it is. Plus eight. Alright. You determine that this is a wand of acid splash. 
Could have guessed that. There are 25 charges left. Could not have guessed that. Wand of Acid Splash. Twenty-five charges. All right. And, um, Sylvia can use the wand without needing a skill check to cast spells from it. The Acid Splash spell. Now, is there anything in his desk? His desk is... Let's see here. I feel like a badass, sexy, tiny cop, by the way. <laughs> As well you should, I think, at this point. You guys <laughs> did rather well breaking in, all things considered, even though you did two separate places. And there is a moment for you there. Cass was in negatives. Uh, so the slates on the table... For a minute... They're covered with things like transaction records, addresses of customers, accounting notes. Um, basically, this is like more or less paperwork to prove business activities. It seems like while they're here and they send out the lambs to do pickpocketing, others stay here and what they do is they create a sort of um, fish slurry. They, they take in all of the day-old fish and disfigured and nasty catches of the day, grind them up, dissolve them a little bit as some acid, Put them into barrels and ship them out to places that use them in various types of foods and stuff. Disgusting! Ew. It's resourceful. Um, they, they actually, oddly enough, make a slightly profitable business out of it from what a quick check can tell. But no doubt it is supplemented with some pickpocketing and whatnot on the side. Now, is there anything in this cabinet here? Uh, no, it's pretty much all just records and stuff. Some, um, extra notes and whatnot, but nothing in particular valuable aside from papers. Essentially, like, if for some reason you want to pick up some extra ink or quills or blank paper, you could find them here, but that's about it. All right, well. Any other room you wish to investigate, or...? You've done most of it. I think we got it all. I mean, we didn't check this desk. Um. I always thought that was a rug. There's a chair there. Yeah. I didn't see it. There was like a little bubble thing in the way. It's, um. It, it, honestly, it, it, it's most of our table. It's basically like a meeting room, as it were, as opposed to a place where actual work is done and stuff. So there's not too much of interest in here either. Now, Dry is wondering if there's anything under the beds. All right. Perception check for quarters. Remember to add my plus five. <sighs> Oh is unable to find anything of interest in the bedroom. Man, I'm taking again. Uh, hey. What? What? Here's the thing. You guys can't do what's called metagaming. You don't know how well you do these things. These are merely Sorry, the no, results. I didn't see what it would come up. So when you when you search something and you roll low, you have to understand to treat the same way as though you rolled high. 
Just because you know you probably didn't find anything. You're glancing over and you're not noticing anything. It doesn't mean your character knows that they searched sloppily. (laughs) But you can do a thing called taking ten, which means if you're not stressed or crunched for time, you can assume you roll a ten as an average result and add your modifier. Um, If you have a lot of time and failure doesn't have any penalties, you can even do what's called a take 20, where you assume you roll a 20 and add your modifier as well. But that's more so if you have a fair amount of time to actually search around and stuff. So, anything, or are you kind of leaving him tied up to a chair? Um, Whose rope? My rope, unfortunately. All right, so your rope. So you have him tied up. And leave him with um, Kester, essentially? Yeah, pretty much. All right. I do not expect to come back and find this man alive. Very good. And no skin off of our nose either. Uh, well, I mean, in the cosmic scheme of things, you know what's going to happen. But I don't think there's any particular penalty for letting these people die. Because they kind of deserve what's coming to them. Especially so, uh, children. Uh, Am I in the middle of the chum bucket? <laughs> <laughs> you are in the middle of the chum bucket. You have the choice between the GM and the person who is laughing so hard they're coughing. <laughs> So just checking here, are, are, are we good to keep going? Oh, Jesus. Because I know you guys can be a bit of wimps on me sometimes. I think I'm going to wimp out, and we're just going to have to do this. You're going to me into a chum bucket. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Woo. Twins. Yeah. Well, are, are we good to keep going on this investigation, well, or...? Drena has completely looped out, and I've been doing several of her things. Okay. Hi. Um, hi. So do, do, <laughs> do we want to stop here for now, then? What? What? Do, do we want to stop here for now, then? Or... Yeah. Okay. So we'll stop here, um, and then you guys can head below the fishery next Andrea time. Andrea is no longer responsible for no, her actions. She's no longer. <laughs> Alright. I think she's fascinated with her fingers right now. Uh, here's another CR one. So just give me a moment, I'll do some experience calculations. Uh, I love you, Jay. <laughs> and let's, um, let's just get rid of Yargon right away. Yeah, he's gone. Because you guys know what's probably happening as soon as your backs are turned. Man, we did it, we're good. So, we have encountering seven uh, lambs, little lambs. You ready for experience? Give 945. For Giggles is another 400. For Hookshanks is another 400. For Yargin is another 400. That puts us to 2,145 divided by 4. 
Everyone gets 536 experience points. 536 XP. Did we have the experience points from last time? You did. You had 100 from last time. So yes. your to yeah. your new total should be 636 experience. So we have 600 experience. 636 experience. All right. Any last questions or such like that? Or are we satisfied with the session? Yep. All right, then. I am not satisfied because I never got to be on the roof. <laughs> I'm sure you Good will drug, have... sweetheart. I'm sure you will have much roof time later. All right. So with that, then everyone can say goodbye and I can stop the recording. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.